The Hundred Marathon Club by Darren Smith. Number 34, Hanover, 7th of April 2019. My race calendar was being cyclical again. I would travel to an overseas race by myself. I would then come back and then head out to a muddy UK trail ultra where I knew a couple of dozen people. And then I'd head to a southern timed lap race going round and round and round until I went dizzy. And then a busy UK race with my drinking and racing buddies before another solo effort abroad. Repeat ad infinitum. Coming into the spring, I then had two overseas races in a row, travelling first to Germany for the Hanover Marathon. It was Vienna, or Zurich at New Year's, or, or more so Copenhagen, all over again, complete with my name on the runner wall, where I flew solo on the Saturday, checked into my hotel before collecting the race pack from the expo, hung out at the hotel or the thereabouts with lonely tables for one, raced, then ate room service whilst recovering in the tub before catching a flight home the next day. The course would be flat, something I had longed for since I could remember, maybe a couple of years as lumpy trail took over from the road marathons in my race calendar. And this one was a PB course. It would be sunny, it would be dry, it would be warm, and it would be exactly what I needed to pick up the pace and get back on the quest for 100 marathons. The expo was superb, set in the ornate old town hall. A play area for the kids of the runners was outside and busy. A few stalls sold the race merchandise and griddled meat products, beer, and it all felt very relaxed. Relaxed but efficient, you know those Germans. I had my race packet in no time, as well as my race tea and a hoodie, and found myself loving the city of Hanover, the capital of Lower Saxony, and home to a good set of beers and a great plate of currywurst. The race started at 9am the next day, so if you were smart enough to book a hotel close to the expo, you were lucky, as the start line is right next to it. The stalls from the day before are there too, already set up. The smell of griddled meat comes wafting over you in plumes of greasy smoke as you wait in your pens, weighing up the idea of a cheeky pre-race pint. Although the meat smell is not pleasant at this time in the morning. I dedicated my run to the Topf family after discovering their Stolperstein or um, stumbling stones the day before. They had been rounded up and taken to Auschwitz under the Polish Act of 1938 that sent 17,000 Jewish Hanoverians to their death. I wish their ancestors a long life. And then the race started. And it was a nice straight to begin with, on wide open roads that took us to a man-made lake in the football stadium. 
We turned, after circling around half of the body of water and on to rural paths, that led out and into farmland as the sun baked us. It all made for a glorious day's running. We came to a huge park that houses the city zoo. I'd seen it on the day before in the open-top bus tour, and it was all downhill from here. As I mentioned, this is flat, and it is definitely PB territory for anyone wanting to go for a good time, racing through the little villages on the outskirts of the city, before heading back into town on four lane-wide streets. It was a little odd, this part, as the relay and the shorter races didn't necessarily follow the same course. We would all be ambling along with a dozen marathon runners sharing half a mile of road between us, getting cheers and shouts of hop, hop, hop from the locals as they waited for their trams on the elevated platforms to your right. And then suddenly, at a junction, we would be sharing the course with thousands of fast-moving half-marathon and 10k and relay runners who were there for about a mile before they would turn off again and we would be left alone, looking around and wondering where all the tumbleweeds were. You could pick your lane when it was like this. And I was often on the, the outside lane, the one closest to the elevated platforms, for high fives and more hop, hop, hop. The water tables were my favourite part of the Hanover Marathon. There was no excuse of being, for being dehydrated, overheated or malnourished. As you came to a checkpoint, you had two water tables. Then, two tables of isotonic drink. Then, apple juice that was fizzy. Then, proper Coke. None of that roller cola or Lidl's own shit. This was proper cola. Coca-Cola. Then a table of bananas. And another one of pre-cut apples. And finally, buckets of water where you could replenish your race-issued race sponge. You didn't need to carry a bottle or wear a hydration pack unless you really rely on them and or your own particular brand of gels. The cups, too, were paper and compostable. I think I might have overdone it with the Coke, though, uh, as the wall came striding towards me with a your name's not down, you're not coming in expression. I felt both gassy and nauseated. Luckily, and I say luckily due to the combination of my sickness, the lack of training due to it and the heat, I was happy to drop down to about a 200 metre run, 200 metre walk strategy by the end, as I felt like I was going to be bringing up a double helping of Curryverse from the day before. And this strategy worked for me. Before long, I was on the final five kilometres. I was back in the city centre, a long downhill, the crowds egging you on in German, and then the giant domed old town hall and the finish. 100 Marathon Club number 34 in 43 months, done and dusted. Bosch, Avit, as the Germans say, Klapper zoo, Affertot. Basically, that's that, or end of story. Although I think literally it means close the flap, the monkey's dead.
Next up, the Madrid Marathon.